Happy Halloween, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. I'm your host, Joey. And I'm your co-host, Aki. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about horror manga that we love. And what makes a great horror manga? If you enjoy the show, don't forget to rate and comment for more anime podcasty goodness. Welcome back to a spooky episode of the anime. Sh- I don't that's know why all, I started. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah, is that uh, all you, you got? A, can, what you want to do? A spooky vampire voice, Dracula voice. Welcome back to another episode of this thing. I want to suck good anime blood. What? <laughs> oh, thank I want God to you suck gallons blood. of anime blood because they so, have wonderful amounts of blood in them. Yeah, the blood has wonderful amounts of blood. Who knew? Oh, whoops. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. Uh, the reason why we're talking like this is because hopefully if everything works out right, this will be coming out on 31st of October, which is Halloween! Happy Woo! Halloween! Happy Halloween! And so, naturally, it being the uh, festive day of Halloween, we will talk about horror! And because we are the anime show, we're going to talk about horror anime, or more specifically, horror manga. Because uh, horror manga is is good. Aki and I both are huge sticklers of horror manga. Yeah, it's just and, Joey's uh, not a big fan of horror, which is weird. I- yeah, I know, right? It's, it's it's strange. It's weird because like he's the last person that I would ever expect to like horror stuff. Because this guy right here, this guy that you see, well, you can't see him, but this you guy, he does not like horror games. He does not like horror films, horror series, but he likes. I'm, I'm very, I'm very particular about horror because it's, you don't like weird. being scared. Because I don't like being scared. He's a but little I, scaredy I, cat. I am a little scaredy cat, but I think this is a, a a nice topic actually that you bring that up because um not only are we going to today be discussing about what kind of horror manga we like, like what are our absolute favorite horror manga that everybody should give a read on Halloween or you don't even have to read it on Halloween if you're listening to this after Halloween, any time of the year is there's some great manga series that you should read. But also that whole debate about what really makes a good horror manga and anime like like is it the level of scariness is it the level of spookiness or is it something else so we're going to be b- discussing that the level of both scariness and spookiness the 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 the, the spariness the scoopiness <laughs> i'm just mixing the two words <laughs> there. the scoopiness it's so scoopy <laughs> spoopy i'm sc- i'm spoopy so uh let's start off with our favorite horror manga now i can think up of I, off the top of my head, I can think up of not, I can think of three authors that I would consider the greatest in horror manga. Um, can I start or would you like to start with one? I mean, we can just kind of like go back and forth between our favorites. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I say that because I feel that you and I kind of have the same, like, kind of taste when it comes to horror manga like usually the horror manga that one of us likes the other one also likes pretty much and truth be told i haven't really dwelled into enough to say oh man it's so hard that that there are so many um so it's (laughs) like oh cool horror manga let's give this a shot i mean i can say one that like i really didn't like that i didn't think was scary at all 
Which was what? Uh, the magical girl apocalypse, apocalypse one. It's like, oh, it, it's yeah. the one with the art that looks like if you typed in goth girl on Google images or goth anime girl, it'd probably be like one of the first things. Very generic looking art. I'm not really a big fan of the art. I mean, it's definitely different. Um, I, I, you know what? The, the art was the one thing that I actually kind of enjoyed about that. Nah, it's, nah. by the way, it's called Magical Girl Apocalypse or Maho Shoujo of the End. Uh, if you want to look up either of those, um, it's a, it's a magical girl apocalypse show where like it's it's like a zombie horror manga, but instead of zombies, it's magical girls. Yeah, which sounds very strange and like quite unique, and it is unique. It's just you know, and okay, look, I'd say the art is like a really good thing, but it's just the story is really meh. Yeah, pretty much. So like, I did uh, another kind of like podcast talking about this somewhere else along once upon a time and we were actually just given the assignment to just read this so it's like okay cool um i always saw this manga and i was like okay look at the artwork it's not really eh, that that great but you know what don't judge a book by its cover entirely so i opened the book read it through my god it was so boring uh, it was the most generic thing ever. It was like, I don't even know if it knew what it wanted to do. I think it's just because it's Magical Girl, so it really wanted to kind of milk out the whole Moe aspect of it. But it just doesn't, it doesn't work in, a, in the apocalypse, dude. I, I am sorry. If you really like this, my guess is that you just really like Magical Girls and you just love Moe characters so much that you just can't help yourself. And then it's like, oh, look at the contradiction of gore put into this. Wow, this is so unique and nice. But- I, I think that's one thing, I think that's one thing that like the old I feel really struggle with because like horror and magical girl is like literally the polar opposites when it comes to genres. Yeah. Right? So it's like it's like mashing those two together is like it's very difficult because yeah. like how many magical girl horrors have you seen? I, the only one I can think of that was actually successful in being a magical girl horror was Ma- uh, Madoka Magica. Yeah, but I mean th- the thing is is like it's kind of teasing the aspect or trying to destroy the aspect of magical girl in that one right i feel i feel madoka was more leaning towards magical girl whereas magical girl apocalypse was leaning more towards horror than anything else but uh yeah no i agree like i picked up magical girl apocalypse the first volume i found it on like a shelf in a bookstore and i saw the cover and i was like "Ooh." What's this? This looks kind of interesting. So, like, I was actually drawn in with the art style, because it looked really creepy and spooky. But, yeah, as you said, like, I read it, and I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> Wait, when did you read it? I read it way before you did. Oh, okay, well... Because, like, remember, remember, I was there. I wasn't in the podcast where you were talking about Magical Girl Apocalypse, but... I was in the background, and I told you that I'd read, like, way past what you oh, guys had Oh, right, I remember. I don't know why yeah. you read that far. Like, you're just, like, kind of that weird guy off, like, that he's kind of like a masochist when it comes to anime. It's like, oh, man, I really hate this. This is so bad. Let's continue. <laughs> oh, why did I even read this? Let's I don't continue. know, because I, I thought it, I thought it was going to get better. Like, it, there's the one point in the story where, like, they do, like, some kind of weird time travel stuff. Oh, yeah, no, I, like, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you stopped reading it b- before the time travel no. stuff. But I was like, 
You didn't? No, it, I hit it. It's just they kind of glossed over it and then... Re- it just got weirder from then. Yeah, uh, it wasn't really that great. But, I mean, is it still going? It actually just ended August of this year. Wow. 14, 14 volumes. Hmm. Well, there you go. But yeah, uh, not my cup of tea. Um, it, I mean, the gore in it was kind of cool, but I mean, the scripting of it, what people are saying, it's so very cliche. There wasn't really, yeah, everything was, was almost weird. a little bit predictable too. I remember, <laughs> uh, you know, our friend Lou, the other anime YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, it's a Lou talks anime. Go subscribe to him. But anyways, he was Shout just, out to Lou. yeah, he was all like. I feel like you guys are being too nice. I gave this thing like a two or a three. Like, if I have to read this again, it will be because you guys told me to. Oh, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much how I feel. There was there was no juice to it. Lots of blood, but no juice. Okay, but on the contrary, let me talk about a manga series that, a horror manga that I absolutely loved. And, I mean, I'm sure you know what I'm about to talk about because I'm, in fact, wearing the shirt <gasps> of it right now. Silent voice. Speak. It's a sad- no. <laughs> yes, that was the most horrific anime of 20s. 20- no, I'm kidding. Let's not even joke about the silent voice. I'm sorry. We can do a whole episode on the silent voice. No, it's it's alright. I-, I was the one who joked about it. But uh I'm wearing right now a shirt of Uzumaki by Ito Junji, who, which is I I I will probably comfortably say is one of my favorite horror manga. I mean, or it's it's. It's up there as one of my favorite horror I mean, manga. he pretty much is, like, almost the grandfather of horror manga right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or at absolutely. least maybe the father of it. I don't know about grandfather. Is that too much to give him? Or do you think he de- he deserves that? He's... Uh, I, I don't think he's the... He's definitely, like... One of the pioneers. He, he, he's Yeah, he's a pioneer of... Uh, of that now, but I wanted um, to give my like to the grandfather. The grandfather of horror manga, in my opinion, is Umezu Kazuo, who's been around since like the seventies. Mm. So like, but definitely Ito Junji is like very. He's he's definitely like the forefather of horror manga. Like he definitely revolutionized horror manga. Yeah, he's because, one out of forefathers, as Joey. Yeah, put out. he he definitely revolutionized body horror, spe- more specifically. Yeah. Like, the way that, like, the gruesome way that he, like, shapeshifts people in his stories to, like, these, like, dis- very disgusting, disturbing ways is, like, like, there's no other, like, body horror manga that quite does it like Ito Junji does. Mm. And, uh, I mean, like, he's one of those people who, like, utilizes- he he's one of those people who can jump scare you in a manga. Yeah, that's like, one of the one thing I really like that he utilizes, and he really knows how to do it, is because um, he built he kind of builds everything up, and you kind of expect it, and I think it's his artwork more than anything that really gets you, because like he can contort average-looking things to be nightmares, and he also utilizes, you know, the flipping of a page to be the jump scare, because that's all you got, you know? So yeah. he really utilizes that one, and I think, um, as far as story goes... I'm sorry for my... I can't pick better adjectives. He is really good. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's true. He he is good. He makes pretty pictures. Well, pretty pictures is kind of an understatement. (laughs) Yeah, pretty as in, like, it's pretty gross. Yeah. But really cool. Cool. He makes cool pictures. He makes cool pictures, cool stories. That's why I like him. The thing about, like, Ito Junji that I really... 
am fascinated about is like like we were just criticizing the hell out of um the magical girl apocalypse for having like a mere story right but ito junji's stuff is like i'm not gonna lie like uzumaki was a very strange story like it made almost no logical sense in a lot of parts especially like the last couple of chapters it was just like what the heck just happened? Like, I don't understand what is going on with anything. And then it just ends, right, with this... Like, I'm not going to say it because it'll be spoilers. Let me put the summary of, like, Uzumaki that he's talking about. Uh, it's this... When you first get it, it's kind of a it's kind of a big book, but it's kind of a collection of shorter stories, but it's all put together as one big story. And it's about a town that gets cursed with spirals. What? Aki? What was that? No, yeah, spirals. <laughs> um, and he utilizes the shape of a spiral and puts it into average or just everyday, I guess, cur- uh, events or things that involve spirals, such as, I don't know, snails or, I guess, just like... People. Yeah, people, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, things like that. And he changes it in such a way that he can create something horrific about it. So, yeah, that's Uzumaki. And when you see it, I think you are going to poop your pants. Uh, happy oh, Halloween. Yeah. And that's yeah. the anime show. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told like Uzumaki and pretty much everything he told Junji makes is definitely nightmare fuel. But like what I was saying about like Itojinji's story is that like like Uzumaki like it's scary, but on a story aspect it's like there are so many times where I'm just like, why did that happen? Like there's no there's no reason for that to happen except for it just it to be scary. But I don't know why, but even though the story makes no sense, and it's usually something that I would just, you know, gripe on about, when it comes to Ito Junji, it's, like, acceptable. Like, even if, like, the story goes nowhere in the end, or the story goes in a direction that you didn't expect, and totally goes against all logic of the story, or even, like, your own mind, it's still entertaining because it's Ito Junji. Like, his art style just captures you in everything, and, like... I think Ito Junji even knows that, like, he's not selling his manga on the point of it being great stories. He's selling the manga on the point of it being this illogical just body horror that's just horrific. It's stuff that comes out of your nightmares and will stay in your nightmares. And it's just, I don't know, I, I love it. Like, I'm wearing a shirt of it right now. I mean, you can't see it, I can, can see it. But... I am wearing underwear of it right now. I am wearing... Are you? No. You're wearing a spot. Are you wearing an Uzumaki underwear? Yeah, totally. Like, if you guys saw it, like, it would be nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> On SBS Pop Asia, here's a taste from this week's Eat Your Kimchi podcast. No, 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 no. Observations on Japan. Observations in Japan. Today is third day for me. I lost my key, and I took your house key mm-hmm. to get it copied mm-hmm. uh, at a key copying shop. In North America, you hand them the key, hand you cut the key. the key, and right. then, like, come back here. They have, their, they have their little machine, and they yeah. could do it there within a few minutes. So he takes my key, he looks at the key, and he starts writing things down on a piece of paper, and then he's like, okay, uh, that'll be $54 uh, and it'll take three weeks <laughs> grab the Eat Your Kimchi podcast from iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts SBS Pop Asia the other I, w- I was saying like Uzumaki is like one of my favorite horror manga my favorite my other favorite horror manga is uh, Monster by Urasawa Naoki like that isn't really 
body horror, but it is like psychological horror. Because I don't know. Yeah, have you read or seen Monster before? I actually have not. Well, it's about it was a I think seventy four episode anime series. Uh, it's been around since the nineties, and uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what I can say. Like it's it's about a doctor and a serial killer, and that's all I'm going to say. Otherwise, we'll go into spoiler territory. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, what I love about Monster is that, like, unlike Ito Junji, Monster is, like, the complete opposite. It's, like, the art style is, like, it's not that captivating. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, like his, his art style is not that captivating, but his stories are incredible. It's, like, you read it and you're, like, how can one man have think about this story? Like it's yeah, incredible. why? How it is? How is it that he can look at something like a snail and be like, you know what? I bet you could be terrifying if you really wanted to. Right, right. <laughs> so exactly, it's like cats. it's two different geniuses. Like it's two Urasawa Naoki and Ito Jinja, like these two different geniuses that really like convey horror in completely different ways, but they're both just as effective as one another. So I don't know, like. Those are my those are my favorite horror manga. I mean, I'm sure there are more if I can think of it, but I don't know what what I really like about horror, especially like horror manga and anime, is that it's like it's so fluid. Like you can put any genre on horror, and depending on who makes it, it can still be scary or good. I don't know. Like I love my body horror stuff, like Ito Junji and Umezu Kazo, who are like all amazing artists, which make all this. Very, very creepy stuff, you know, which is what you expect in horror. But one thing about, especially horror manga and anime that I think is a really strong point that I don't really see any other, like, horror movie or game or anything else horror can do as well as manga and anime, especially manga, is the psychological horror. Like, uh, what was that series, Aki, that you showed me about... You have the manga in your place. It's about those, uh, twin girls... Yeah, it was, like, something about, like, the twin girls, and there's, like, a detective who's, like, trying to figure out... The, it was the really, really confusing one that you showed me. Like, you gave me the manga, and you were like, read this, it's only oh, one volume. That- it's really confusing, and I'm trying to figure out Utsubora. what this is about. Yeah, Utsubora, yeah, that's it. Utsubora. Yeah, Utsubora. Like, Utsubora is, like, another one... Uh, it's, it's, re- it's, like, one volume, really short, very confusing, but it's... Brilliant psychological horror, like it is. So many times you're but just I'm like, still very confused. Oh yeah, no, it's it's one of those manga series that you need to read over and over again to like fully understand. And even then, like it's such an open ended story, like you may not fully appreciate and understand it completely by the end of it. But like, uh, tell me, Aki, like how you found that and like what you liked about Utsubora. Well, you know how they say, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. I mean, you can say that as much as you want, but eventually you just fall into it. So, mm-hmm. like, I was at the bookstore, and I was just getting some Junji Ito manga, but then... <laughs> it's, it's all a full circle. Yeah, I know, right? And it came all full circle. Well, I actually turned around, and right next to the whole entire fairy tale series, for some reason, this thing was tucked right in the middle of it. Um, so, like, it really just caught my eyes. And, I don't know, like, it was, it was a very, like, short but thick manga book and it was super shiny and the artwork was super minimalistic (laughs) that was kind of like weird two weird sentences put together um (laughs) but yeah that that's basically how i found it and i didn't even open the book i just immediately spontaneously bought it 
and I was just like, well, I'm going to do this. Read it, and I was very confused. Like, as soon as the part where the girl talked about her sister being, like, supposedly dead, that's not a spoiler, that's based, that's what this whole thing is about. Um, yeah, her, her, it's, it's like it's like the sister, it's like the twin sister is dead, but not. But dead. is she really? And who is the girl saying that her twin sister is dead? Yeah, and then like, that's the, the only that's the only way you can describe it. Yeah, and then throughout it, then it just becomes of like, who are you? Who am I? Or what is life? And then what is existence? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is one of those things. I'm getting a headache. And then I am, I remember I immediately called you and he said, hey, can I vent something? Because it was one of those moments. And you're like, yeah, sure. I just read Utsubara. I've no idea what happened like legit i'm going to give this manga to you you read it and please tell me if you understand it because i did not get like anything past that um and i don't know if i've just brain farted since like those days when i first was like really binging into satoshi kon stuff but or of like i i think that i am actually dumbing down i am in fear that i am dumbing (laughs) down an anime and that i am not getting true art but if i gave utsubara another shot which I probably could if I can just find the mentality and time to do it, then, yeah, I will. So... I mean, it's it's confusing, but, like, you still enjoyed it, right? Enjoy is still an understatement. That's, like, something I still can't even give for it. Right, because I remember, like, like, you... It's like this. I was at your place, I was at your place, and you gave me Utsubora. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, is this the manga that you were talking about? And you're like, yeah, can you read it and try and figure it out? And I think I re- sat down and read it all in one sitting, and then I managed to decipher it. But you were still like, how? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's such it's a strange confusing. manga. Like, okay, um, to, when Joey said, did you enjoy it, it, it's kind of an understatement for me because, okay, let's put it this way. I just watched um, The Boy in Striped Pajamas. To say I enjoyed watching it <laughs> wouldn't really be the right word I would give it. This book, right. it's not that this book was depressing like that movie. It was more like, I really don't know how I feel. I'm actually just legit confused where anything went. Um, so I definitely need to give it another shot. But I'm trying to think of like another one I like. When you were talking about like, uh, body horror, uh, mm. There is one guy I really like, mainly just for his artwork, though, because I've read a couple of his stuff, and it's just meh to me, is Shintaro Kago. He makes, oh, like, yeah, yeah. really, really gory stuff uh, with, like, just human bodies, and, I mean, it's definitely, like, eye-catching, and sometimes I can be taken literal with some of his work, uh, <laughs> but... When I read some of his manga, they're just super weird. Like, it's not scary yeah. or anything. I think he just makes these stories for the sake that he now has an excuse to draw this thing so that it yeah, just happens. Yeah, because I, I don't think I've read anything by Shintaro Kaga. I mean, you can if you want, but you're not missing that much. Like, I maybe it's just the one that I picked up because it was, like, a something about a fish. Mm. And it that's basically it. And then the fish gets cut up, and then it's just cut up in really gory ways. But nothing really mm. built off of it. The fish didn't even feel any vengeance. It just kind of accepted it. And it was like, yeah, I guess my body <laughs> just contorts this way now. <laughs> so like, it's just it's like, I'm dead and am also a demon. Yeah, there you go. So I'm just like, oh, okay, then there's that. He made a Christmas special, which was kind of funny to me. What, it was like a Christmas tree turning into a human and it morphing in strange ways? I mean, that would have been the best like, thing. happy holidays. <laughs> that could have been like the best thing he could have done. But really, it was more 
explicit than anything that I can't even say what I saw in there. He, it, it was just super weird. He combines things that don't really mesh very well together. But I right. still like him as an artist, and I would love if he drew me in his ways. So yeah, if you guys want to look a dream, up, isn't it? yeah, if you guys want to <laughs> check out Shintaro Kago, Shintaro Kago, yeah, Kago. Speaking of uh, speaking of manga series like Utsubora, which you like, you still read and like enjoyed the experience. Well, not enjoyed the experience, but like had an experience with it. Let's just say that yeah. I'm going to keep it neutral. Um, but it's still an amazing manga. Uh, to me, th- that was Utsubora for you, and definitely was for me, but before that, I experienced that very, very heavily when I read Oyasumi Pun Pun. I wouldn't put that under like, horror, though. Really? Because I would label that as... I would label some parts of that as horror. I guess I would so. label that as, like... It, it got to the point where... Because, did you read... Did you finish it? No, because, like, the volumes just kind of came out, and they're super expensive. Oh, okay, okay. Because, like, I don't know to what part you read it up to, but definitely the fir- at least the first half of uh, Oyasumi Pun Pun, uh, written by Inyo Asano, uh, is definitely, like, more of a human drama slash slice of life, especially while you... The whole aspect of when Pun Pun is a child until middle school. But then when it starts getting closer and closer to when Pun Pun becomes an adult, which is in, like, the last four or five volumes of the manga, the manga's 13 volumes, um, it starts to get really, really messed up. Like, really messed up to the point where I would label the back half of Oyasumi Pun Pun as psychological horror. Okay, fair enough. Like, it gets to a point where it gets very, very messed up, but... What's the scariest thing about Oyasumi Pun Pun, in my opinion, is that, like, not only is it, like, psychological horror, but I feel it's- the entire series itself, I would still label as a horror, because all you are doing is, like, kind of following the life of Pun Pun, this main character, right? Like, from- from- all the way from his childhood, how he grows up, how he interacts with people, how people interact with him, where he decides to take his life up until right at the climax, when- all the screwed up ha- things happen. What I find the scariest about that whole thing is that that life that Pum Pum led, that terrible, terrible life that he led all throughout his life, can happen to literally anyone. Yeah, you know what? It, interesting enough, I saw like this, and this kind of puts Oyasumi Pum Pum in, in a nutshell. Someone actually has a tattoo of it, which I'm actually thinking of getting, to be honest, once I finish it. Um, yeah. I think it would be pretty cool. It's it, the by the way the tattoo it's like young Poon Poon and his shadow is like the older Poon Poon. Oh yeah yeah. It looks yeah. pretty cool. But and then it says uh it says uh like value your innocence or something like that. Uh and mm. it's like his older self crying to himself to his younger self like just just stay here don't grow up please. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that pretty much describes Oyasumi Pun Pun Nutshell. I mean, it's that just very, kind of describes Inio Asano. It's a very depressed. Yeah, it's very depressing. Yeah, Inio Asano, like, I, I'm the one that showed you Oyasumi Pun Pun, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, I mean, I've known about it for the longest time, but you were the one who actually read Oyasumi Pun Pun and was like, you need to read this. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I mean, if you say so, then I really need to read it. <laughs> Is that really how it works? Do I have that good of taste? <laughs> well, I mean, because, like, I saw that, like, it's, like, number four or five on my anime list, on, like, the top 100 manga, 
But, like, I saw nobody talking about it. So I'm like, are these scores, like, a joke? Like, is it actually, like, so bad that it's good? Or is it actually, like, really good? Because I didn't know anybody who knew Oyasumi Pum Pum or had read it. But then, but I've always wanted to, like, try it out. And to, like, go look for it. But then you were like, no, get it and read it because it's actually amazing. Mm. And then I was like, oh, okay, if you say so. And then I went out and got it and read it and it was amazing. And then I bought all the volumes and read it all in one night and got really depressed by the end of it. I mean, yeah. And you also saw a girl on the shore, too. Yes. Which you bought me girl on the shore. Yeah, I did. For my birthday. Did you like it? That was... I did. That was, uh... I, I wouldn't say it's as strong and powerful as... Uh, Oyasumi Pumpun, but it is very Inyo like and it's still very, very depressing. Yeah, Inyo is this author that's not afraid to show the world uh, exactly, like, what happens. Like, he goes over topics that nobody really wants to admit that haven't, like, to little kids. He, or, like, yeah, he really, he really isn't afraid to show the very ugly sides to human nature. Mm. That, that, you know, he's, he's not afraid to admit does exist in the world. Yeah. You know, and, and, he... it's, and it's something that's very important to share. Yeah. And it, it's not even a whether this is a right or wrong thing. It's just like, this is just what happens when you grow up. And no, yeah. it's not pretty. But, I mean, this is just the this is the tragic part about life, you know? Mm. And he's just... Just because not... it's a terrible thing, like, it doesn't mean that everyone needs to, like, everyone should sweep it under the rug and pretend that it doesn't exist. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I, it, this is like the only thing that good that only good that comes out of those bad and terrible things is we get wonderful stories out of them. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So. I mean, I mean, I'll I'll go as far as to say that reading all of Oyasumi Pumpun, I think, is one of the few manga series that I would say has changed my life, whether that be for better or worse. Would but you get it a is tattoo? definitely of Oyasumi Pumpun. I would, I would hell do I, it. I, I, I would. Yeah, cool. I would. Actually. I call younger yeah. one. You can have the older one. I actually would want the older one anyway because I yeah. I know what actually happens to the older one, mm. and it is. It I wouldn't say the older Pumpun is more relatable, but is definitely a lot more powerful when it comes to the message that it's trying to bring across. Um, but yeah, uh, wh- why f- both of us would absolutely recommend Oyasumi Pumpun. It is. I will go as I always go as far as to even say. Embrace yourselves. I'll go as far as to even say that I think it's one of the best manga series ever written. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, I said it. I'm I'm not afraid to admit. I'm sure there are many people who have admitted that. I 100% think it is one of the greatest manga series ever made. Joey, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, it's kind of like saying, you know what? Full Metal Alchemist is a really great show. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm like, <laughs> Joey, I think that's a pretty much a socially acceptable thing. Uh, if anybody no, but goes you don't against understand. you. If anybody no, you don't goes understand. Against- what? You don't understand. Like, in our position, like, that's a really, like, risky thing to say. Because, like, th- if we happen to stumble upon another manga series that's, like, even better than Oyasumi Pumpun, then people are gonna, like, they're never gonna let us forget the fact that we once said that this other show was actually the best. I mean, for me, it's like, whatever, dude. Like, people's interests change, and that's what, that's how life goes. Inio Sano told, told me that. <laughs> so, you know what? There you go. Yeah, guys, let us know what you think about uh, any of the stuff we talked about. Uh, the, I think the biggest thing we want to know is, you're like, yeah, we want to know, like, what are your favorite horror manga? Like, what do you think makes a good horror manga or a good horror anime? But I think the biggest question we want to know is, do you still do trick-or-treating? Like, 
are they are they kids? Like, if you're like the in between the age of like ten to let's say eighteen, right? Like you're still in high school or middle school or even elementary school. If you're listening to this, do you or people you know still actively go trick or treating? Like, I, I'm I, I'm genuinely curious because like I don't know. It's just not something I really saw while I was. Even in high school, I didn't really see people doing it. Like, the last time I saw people, at least in Australia, doing it was when I was, when I was doing it, which was, what, when I was in 10th grade. No, not 10th grade, when I was in 6th grade. So, I was 12 years old, so that was 10 years ago. God, that's scary to think about. So, like, let us know, uh, if people still do trick-or-treating around your neighborhood and all that kind of stuff. Uh, any case, hope you're enjoying your Halloween, if you are listening to this on Halloween. If not, then I hope you did enjoy your Halloween, uh, from whenever ago it was. Uh, let's just say, it's not Halloween for us yet, but we're just gonna say, we had a fun Halloween, didn't we, Aki? Yes. It was a very fun Halloween day. Actually, it probably is, was. Yes, it probably was. It it, it probably is, was. I'm I'm speaking from the past and present and future. Yeah. It probably was. I'm speaking from the past as if it happened in the past. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyways, uh, thank you again, guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. If you guys don't know who we are, my name is Joey. That is my co-host, Aki, Uh-oh. over there. And we both do anime YouTubing. Follow us on The Anime Man or Aki Dearest on t- YouTube. We also have a Twitter where you can tweet at us all sorts of cool stuff, anime or non-anime related. And, uh, yeah, guys, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.